0: Daddy D, if it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny
1: Welcome back everyone to the Bunny Ranch Podcast. I'm James and today, well, we're going to sit down with another starlet. Now, it's not just any starlet. <laughs> it's like someone who matches like Carmen Sandy Michael, <laughs> you, like, Hide the face or, you know, but I- I've known this person a long time since she first started here. So Delilah Ray. Hi,
0: and I just realized when you said since I first started how long we've been able to know each other. Yeah. I think it's like four years pre-pandemic yeah true i'm still 21 if anyone asks we wink all. wink
1: i'm 21 as well <laughs> but no it's so good to see you again yeah. and for
0: everyone watching it's so good to be with everyone again even if you can't well see me
1: <laughs> i mean they, they kind of do but kind of it's that mystery Dare.
0: Yes, like. the mystique of the yeah. profile.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, Delilah, for those who don't know, I mean, obviously, in the first season, you did a podcast with a mm-hmm. former host. Yeah. Um, but for those who've never seen any of the shows or don't even know anything about it, who are you? (laughs) That's that's like the hardest question.
0: Right? Like, okay, (laughs) let me just think for a second. Um, Insert witty, clever catchphrase that I totally thought of here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm Delilah Ray. I'm a starlet over at the Sagebrush Ranch. I've been here for a while. I keep coming back, so there must be something worth coming back, and I am- Well, and
1: your clients keep coming back now, right?
0: They do, that's, they, uh, that's let's just back. say they take as good of care of me as I take care of them, so. Shikawawa. We all enjoy each other's company, let's just say. No, but I am one of the unique ladies here at the ranches that chooses to hide their face. So, for people listening, not watching, if you were to watch us on the YouTube, you would see my one of my many giant derby hats that I tend to wear when doing public things. Yeah,
1: on the YouTube box, you know. On the
0: YouTube on, box. Yeah,
1: on the YouTube, mm-hmm. not 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 YouTube, but no, it's you, the YouTube YouTube box, <laughs> the tubes of the U, right?
0: I. Th- I think that's what the cool kids are calling it nowadays. Oh, the, but. The, that on the TikToks. I, I think, and, and the grams, there's something with the grams, but oh, not the oh, metrics. The grams, yeah, it. that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrible with social media. I have managed to learn Twitter. I got Twitter down. I think we should all be proud of me. But my tech I mean, usage is like my hobbies. I'm
1: you knit a lot
0: yeah yeah let's just go with that one
1: i've I've seen you knit a ton of different things
0: it keeps your hands busy which means they're dexterous and passes the time
1: okay yeah no i agree with that that yeah yeah i mean i mean you're not that old like you're not like no
0: gosh no.
1: like for those watching i mean i know what she looks like um, and if you come make an appointment, you'll know what she looks like. Obviously. Not like a 90-year-old woman.
0: No, gosh, no. I'm not 20, even 30 yet. I'm yeah. still in my mid-20s, about <laughs> 28 here and there, but... I
1: wasn't actually asking, great
0: Oh, I don't mind sure. sharing. I
1: clarified that people are like, <laughs> thinking you're like a little grandma knitting down on a
0: No, I'm just out. very, very Minnesotan, and the winters are long, and cold, and I don't like going outside in them. <laughs> <laughs> I avoid that. The neighbor kids do the shoveling, so I don't have to. It's a great system. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, no, seriously. Okay. Like, a hand-knitted hat at the start of the winter and, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks every couple, every week or two, every few snowstorms.
1: I mean, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, right? Right. I mean, I shovel snow for 20 bucks.
0: Say. But... I have neighbor kids, so I don't have to
1: <laughs> <laughs> well let's 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 get deep into this and hard and really at the point
0: ooh, my okay, favorite exactly. kind of time
1: to have exactly right so obviously you don't show your face nope um now obviously you wouldn't come back if it wasn't successful, like you've not perfected it cause you've been doing this a little while oh yeah, so. Think about, like, how it all, like, started, like, how, like, what, like, for those of you who don't know at home, you know, they might want to know why or how, like, why you don't do it, obviously, for certain reasons. Yeah. So, like, what, what kind of process it goes into doing that? Because you take a lot of photos. Mm-hmm. You don't just, because, I mean, you have some blurred faces. Occasionally. With all the other ways to do it. Like, explain to those at home who are listening and are watching... Yeah. You know, like, how much work that... Because it's a lot more work than a standard sex worker here.
0: It honestly is. Um, when you can show your face, you automatically have, like, 1,000 more poses to do different ways you can look at the camera, range your face in photo shoots, mm-hmm. and... I like to say that I guard my own privacy as fiercely as I guard my clients and I guard theirs as fiercely as I guard mine. So I know a lot of people really appreciate the level of discretion I bring to an encounter. Um, My clients know that whatever happens with me is our treasured moment together and is to be shared between us, not necessarily the world. And that is something that they find a lot of value in. And then I've just had the pleasure of working with amazing people. You yourself are one of them. You've done my video. You've done photos for me. It does take a different level of artistry because I... It
1: was the first time I actually uh, really filmed anyone or even took photos of someone who didn't take their... uh, Yeah. Because a lot of the girls either, if they'd done it before, they would just blur their face, Mm -hmm. which we don't. We let them do it because, you know, sometimes... They might not like how I blur it, right? Well, and, it's and in a video hard. We
0: can, no. And it's really hard to get a good blur where the blurred photo and I have them up. I am not dissing photos with a blurred face. I have some that I'm very very proud of. They're done right. And, yeah. And, and, you know, but it can I, be I mean, hard. It yeah. can be really hard to make the absence of the face not a distraction from the actual photo so i you i have a huge collection of these large hats fans i find them great to do a little coyness
1: okay with
0: how i do it and then also um when someone does make an appointment with me and puts down a deposit That, to me, is an excellent show of good faith that you are extremely interested in the, not to brag, but the many amazing talents I have to offer. Mm -hmm. Not only are you interested in those, but you've made a commitment to me that I can now start investing my time and my skill and my expertise into creating your pleasure and Part of our pleasure is visual. So once I get that appointment and that deposit on my books, I know you're serious. I send a full face photo instantly. Yeah. And that way, you know, just say I have a very, very big blue eyes that I personally feel are rather pretty, but say someone is dead set on a lady with green eyes and that's the deal breaker for them. That's okay. You know, we still had that chance to engage in chat, but you're not walking in blind, so to speak.
1: Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, you know, in order to understand, you know, sometimes you have to have that—not mm-hmm. just the physical uh, connection, because some people, you know, looks are all of it, right? But yeah. Other people, you know, especially if you're gonna um, really like
0: invest in
1: yourself, your um, experience. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not just not just sex no it, it's, gosh it's experience. no it's like it's a it's a moment that it's a kind of a magical moment between the two of you regardless, that or more than two of you is you
0: so you said it better than I could I genuinely believe that the people who come to see me and the people who keep coming back to see me again and again mm-hmm. The absence of my face is not a deterrent for them because I think if you look at my profile, if you look at the content I create, my content speaks for itself without my face involved. People come to me knowing that they can communicate anything they want to explore in the bedroom, anything they want to try, any type of human connection that they are missing that I can give and so I have been blessed by so many people who really have taken a huge initiative to invest in their own selves, invest in their own bodies and their own pleasure and really take the time to let me be a part of discovering their best sexual selves and it's so much fun, so much fun.
1: You're just you're glowing right. It's, it's it's great right now. No,
0: I love it. I love when someone is so nervous to try this one thing, and they are. It's via computer screen, but I can just imagine them like shaking as they type out the email, so nervous to tell this stranger who they've never met, they've never seen their face but this deep, intimate fantasy that they've never had the chance to explore. And I get to read the email and I get to reply with, that sounds amazing. Here's how I think we can make that happen. Okay. And then I'm just able to open all of those doors that had been previously closed. I'm able to help people reconnect with their bodies if it's been a long time, figure out what pleasure looks like if it's the first time or find a new way to experience themselves. And how
1: cool is that? Yeah, I mean.
0: Like, I get really nerdy about sex. I'm sorry. I just nerd out all over the place.
1: (laughs) Yeah, nerd nerd out all over the place.
0: Oh, that's one of the words, at least.
1: Damn. Uh, But, you know, to go on that nerd topic there, Mm -hmm. You're highly educated. <laughs> I, yes. Obviously, if you can tell by her speaking, you know she she is very educated. You know, what kind of backgrounds and stuff do you have that like? Because yeah. obviously, you know, this isn't a last resort. You came here. Oh, you wanted to. Gosh,
0: no. Stuff. I but, I have multiple four year degrees. Mm-hmm. I'm here because I'm really good at what I do, and I have a lot of fun doing it. To be honest. <laughs>
1: So you come here because you want to have fun and make that connection. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, and just the work I get to do. So um, background-wise, I was a sexual health educator at a college university for six years. I was a peer health educator. So I would walk into freshman classes and be like, all right raise your hand if your high school sex ed curriculum actually included the clitoris on the diagram of anatomy and then i have a bunch of terrified freshmen stare at me and i usually would bring oreos and then i would just eat oreos until someone answered me and it worked pretty good because then i'd give them a cookie and then freshmen
1: in college like cookies it was a good bri- bribe system this sounds like a party she my duty with you guys just it's saying just saying them in front of you yeah
0: just just hey Hey, I'm a Midwest girl. We do not (laughs) order salad at dinner. (laughs) I run and I eat like I run, (laughs) which is a lot. But (laughs) (laughs) no, and so um, just years of sexual health education, and then I started dancing while I was in college, and I just loved the sensuality of... Mm -hmm. A body on a stage, just moving and dancing. I love lap dances. I think they're just such a fun little tease of intimacy. And I decided I wanted to take all of those skills and bring them a step forward. I am also a trained and certified crisis counselor. And I am one of the country's only trauma-informed legal sex providers. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is um, something I'm actually exceptionally proud of. Hmm. So um, I work a lot with military vets or even people who have had more intimate forms of trauma Yeah, that it just impacts their ability to be a sexual person. And with me, they have someone who's cool. Let's figure it out together. I know a lot about bodies. I have the education to keep every moment safe and healthy for us as we explore, whether that's exploring kink, whether that's exploring sex for the first time, whether that's, hey, I have a new med and I struggle to maintain an erection and I don't know what sex looks like for me anymore, but I know I'm still a sexual person. And so many people think ejaculation means the end of sex. I get to show people all the fun things in between. That make it better.
1: Okay. And it's great. (laughs) Like what? Like, not not to go into full detail, but like, you know, what exactly do you mean by everything in the middle? Because I mean, I have an idea. Yeah. I might want in the middle. Uh, But like, what what exactly? Because like, are we talking like, you know, cuddling? Are we talking about like, uh, sensual touches, massages? All of it.
0: So, I'm going to get really nerdy first. Those are all things I
1: like, by the way, so... Hit them up. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Come into a ranch I'm not a sex worker. You can't, you can't book me.
0: Yeah, unfortunately uh, to many. <laughs> but no, so um, it's really, touch is really fascinating. And if people go back and watch the first podcast, mm-hmm. I nerded out about touch and I can talk about just touch for hours. Well, like, but let's, it's let's hear a little bit yeah, I mean, it's the lar- In
1: case they have to hear it again, let's,
0: yeah, let's talk go. about it again. So our skin is the largest organ in the human body. And touch actually actively stimulates different hormone releases that create pleasure, that create enjoyment, erotic pleasure definitely. Most people think that the erotic zones, the things that feel good that way, only are right here and right here. And they're not. There's actually a really fun spot on just the inside of your ankle and people watching can kind of see where I'm showing that is actually extremely sensitive and can be.
1: So wait, wait, wait. Hang on.
0: Yeah. Where? So right here, right around the ankle bone, there's actually some really fun nerve endings that can be stimulated, and you can just feel the sensation crawl up your body. Um, There's one on the bottom of the foot on the instep. Um, Actually, the reason why a foot fetish is the most common fetish is that the nerve endings that are stimulated by your genitalia Mm -hmm. are really close to the nerve endings stimulated by your feet. Hmm. And that's why foot rubs feel so good. And so say someone has started a new medication that makes having an erection harder. Well, that might make them think they can no longer feel pleasure when there's so many other areas of the body that we can stimulate Mm -hmm. and invoke and really sink Mm -hmm. into in a way that is a different kind of erotic pleasure that many people haven't had the chance to try before. Okay. And it's fun. (laughs) Because you get to have someone who... Believe for whatever reason or another, societal pressure, their own misconceptions, lack of decent sex ed in schools, whatever came together. But someone has the impression that pleasure is no longer something afforded to them sexually.
1: Okay.
0: I triple double dog dare you to email me. I'll prove you wrong.
1: Oh, I mean,
0: and so and then I just I help people feel comfortable. And the biggest thing is getting past our own brains during sex, Mm. getting past our own conceived notions of what this experience should look like, what this partner's body should respond to and just opening the experience to exploration. I always ask people, what do you want to explore together? What adventure are we going to have together? Because that immediately takes the idea of body one, body two, boom, 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 and throws it out the window.
1: Yeah, it's a deeper connection that can allow you more
0: more erotic and more pleasurable. I will honestly say when you can have everyone loves a good, fun, bang and wave like, hey, hi, have fun see you next time
1: wham bam thank you man exactly it's a
0: good time we have all enjoyed one but let's be real if you've ever had a time with your partner where you were able to reach the mountain top so to speak more than once that's usually a better time
1: yeah no exactly let's backtrack a little bit Mm -hmm. you know you say right under the ankle Yes, and the bottom of the foot. Where, yes. So where else on the body are you th- like collarbone? I mean, we might as well like you know get really into this, guys. Right. Let's just I, dive in. I mean, if she knows all the good spots, and uh, obviously you can't do it unless she like really shows you.
0: Exactly. Uh, but, just helping out. So if you look at the collarbone, right about here. Mm-hmm. There can be some really fun nerve endings in there that you can very gently stimulate. Mm -hmm. Also, the very, very back of
1: the neck. Isn't there two pressure points in the back of the neck? There can be a, yep. Usually, because you can actually, um, Hmm. because if you hit right, I think it's right here. Yep. It's actually a pressure point to drop someone down or you can stimulate them based on how you move your finger. Exactly,
0: also the the side of the rib cage. Ribs are, can be very, very sensitive. Those intercostal muscles are a little twitchy sometimes, and it's fun. Um, back of the knee. Okay. There's a like, fun one in the back of the knee that you can stimulate. It can take a little bit. It's typically on the inside of the back of the knee,
1: hmm.
0: and that can be really gently stimulated. It's very fun if you kiss that spot, I will say.
1: Okay.
0: Um, down the entire spinal cord. Seriously, if you can. Which
1: is why massages always feel really good. Yes. Okay.
0: If you can feel a vertebrae, there's probably a nerve that's going to enjoy being caressed there. Hmm. And just that very, very sensitive, light touch that we don't get a lot, that just very, very gently kind of especially if you haven't been touched in a really long time. Yeah. That can kind of wake the skin up. I know how hunky-dory that sounds. But if you think about running. So I'm a runner. I routinely do 5Ks. Okay. And I could not run a marathon today if you paid me. I couldn't. I would be winded. My lungs would not be able to handle it. And someone who isn't a runner isn't going to maybe be able to do a mile easily. Mm So if your lungs need to work up to a mile, if you're really touch-starved, your skin might need to work up to touch. So whenever I have someone who has been experiencing really bad touch starvation and after the pandemic-
1: A lot of people. uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. like, I don't wanna like, I'm not a medical professional, I'm not diagnosing, but like, it's a pandemic. You, You probably need a good hug, like, just saying. And so a lot of those times, so we can really feel the deepest pleasures, the most erotic and frankly, the most orgasmic pleasures, okay. I like to start with just a very, very light touch, gentle touch massage, just caressing fingertips
1: mm-hmm.
0: over the skin, just getting us ready for what we're about to do, warming up before we go for the sprint, so to speak. And just kind of playing with all of those little parts can just leave a partner putty in your hands, and it's so fun.
1: It what about, um, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good because this goes on that light touch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, one of my uh best friends, well, actually, my best friend I used to live with, mm-hmm. seniors, um, he went to massage school and all yeah, things. um, now he's in oriental medicine.
0: Oh, very um, he's, cool, he's
1: a degree in that, but. Um, one thing he always showed is like the light touch and then one thing I learned from other uh, many exes. Uh, <laughs> Feel that. Yeah, you know, the light touch.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, soft. Yeah.
1: across your skin because the nerve endings, um, if you ever watch the movie, the original movie Jurassic Park, it's kind of funny the way they explained it, right? Yes. Uh, two do- bottles of water or two drops of water. Yes. Are they going to go the same way? No. Because technically your nerve endings and your... Uh, Skin and tiny little hair follicles move it different directions. Yep. And that's why, like, when you touch the top of your hand, it has that slight tingle.
0: Hand massage feels so good. And most people don't consider that a hand massage can be something extremely erotic. True. But you can rub the hand. You can bring the hand up, caress it, bring your mouth into the game a little bit. There's a fun spot on the inside of the wrist. There's one in the antecubicle or the inside of the elbow. Let's see if I can do English today.
1: I mean, where did you learn some of these spots? Did you just like... Were so, they in the textbook or did you uh, <laughs> find them online? Like,
0: So I'm actually a certified nurse's assistant. Okay. I have been on and off for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. I actually spent the first half of the pandemic working in a COVID nursing home unit and providing ongoing COVID care and end of life COVID care because okay. it was a nursing home. Yeah. Realities of a pandemic. Yeah. And I'm also actually a trained doula um which is for labor and childbirth but between both of those i've had and my trainings in those i've learned a lot about anatomy um a lot about natural hormone stimulation um i am very very much for Take your meds that are prescribed to you as prescribed are you. If you can't make your own neurotransmitters, store-bought's fine. But I've learned a lot about massage, a lot about touch and the different ways we can use all of that to feel more at home and more comfortable in our bodies. And the more comfortable we are with ourselves, the more comfortable we're sharing ourselves with other people, sexually, romantically, platonically, Mm -hmm. and... I get to help people figure out the hardest one, that sexual romantic communication and that touch and that pleasure.
1: Hmm. Okay. Interesting.
0: I genuinely feel sex work is a calling for me.
1: I mean, it, it definitely is a good thing. I mean, without people that actually know what they're doing oh, and yeah. in depth, you know, it, it would well, it just make it a boring, like, what, what would be the point of spending, you know, any kind of money or even... I- um, getting that experience that you want, like, well, if and it's just walk in and Let's
0: nothing. think about it logically. If I am planning a birthday dinner for myself, because okay. I feel like treating myself, I am deserving of self-pleasure, self-enjoyment, and spoiling myself. Okay. I'm not going to cook at home. I'm an excellent cook. But if I want something really special, I'm going to go to a professional chef. Correct. Or say, I can't boil water and I need to learn how to cook because cooking is an important skill. It's something that I have decided is valuable to the life I want to live. I'm going to take a professional cooking class. I'm going to learn from an educated, informed professional. Why should sex be any different? Makes sense. You have chefs who are incredibly passionate about the food they make. I once heard two French chefs argue pastries for an hour and they were passionate about it. (laughs) I was enthralled and just hoping I got to have a sample at the end. But, and so, but why won't we do the same with sex? If you want something really special for yourself, if you want to indulge, if you want to spoil yourself because you are a person who deserves to give yourself pleasure why wouldn't you go to an expert who really knows what they're doing and is genuinely thrilled to connect with you Yeah. or in to go back to the cooking ex- analogy, if you aren't say confident in your skills in the bedroom and you've decided that being a confident lover is something that's really important to your life as it is, and going forward to future relationships, doesn't it make sense to go to an enthusiastic expert whose entire existence is teaching people how to do this in a really fun, healthy way? It just, it's just good common sense.
1: No, that makes sense. That definitely does. Um, so one last thing before mm-hmm. we wrap all this up. You know, if you can give advice to uh, either yourself back when you first started, because mm-hmm. you've perfected, obviously, everything. Yes. Or even someone who's thinking about coming into this industry, you know, what kind of advice do you give someone who's kind of wanting to protect their privacy like you? Yeah. But, like, what kind of, like, advice and, like, um, uh, like really a way to help, like, push them in the right direction yeah. on what you do?
0: No, that's so important because it's something that's been so vital to my entire career is know yourself, mm-hmm. know your boundaries. Okay. The people who respect you, the clients that are going to be the best connections are going to respect your privacy needs because they have their own I've never had a bad experience with a client and my privacy needs, but that's because on the very rare occasions that someone has been disrespectful, I just end the conversation. I don't need, and so knowing yourself, knowing your boundaries, and then knowing that your beauty, while exceptional, is not the only thing you have to offer. Because your skills are just as good, if not better.
1: That's some good advice right there. Um, that can go in almost any industry right there. Well,
0: you know at Tea Party how we always end with a positive quote. Yep. Mine has always been, you are the goddess of your own creation. Worship yourself like a religion. That, that, and I think everyone could benefit from that.
1: True. Well, Delilah, it's been a pleasure. Um,
0: Talking to you always is. Yeah.
1: I mean, I get to see you a lot when you're here. When I found out you were coming back, that first thing, I, know. I was like, Wait, is that real? And Kim <laughs> looks at me, she's like, Yes. I'm like, All right.
0: We got a good thing going here. <laughs> like, let's, let's figure it out.
1: Yeah, you know, post pandemic, I mean, it's been a lot of hard work to try and get everything back running. Oh like my when God. we saw a lot of the girls, and a lot of people returned from. Oh,
0: yeah. Company. So many returned, but there are ones who didn't. Yeah.
1: So, and- I mean, it, it's good to see like a lot of the people, especially because um, someone who's perfected that, like I said, the Carmen San Diego thing is actually referenced back to her original. Uh, podcast because she was wearing all red with a giant red hat. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who Carmen San Diego is, then Google it. Um, but Delilah, how do they get a hold of you right now? Like, how, how does someone out there get in touch with you to start a connection and to plan yeah next experience?
0: No and. You? and I just I wish I could scream from the rooftop starting your adventure starting your next sexual exploration is so easy it's an email it's Delilah yeah it's Delilah Ray at sagebrushranch.com it's hi my name is I saw your profile I saw your podcast I saw this that the other I think that this that you offer is amazing and we'll go from there I'm also on Twitter, um, at Delilah Ray Ray, and so I'm here, come find me.
1: Yeah, I mean, guys, thank you, and everyone, not just guys, I, I say guys in reference to every single person out there, but everyone, thank you so much for bringing this second season right in to a full kickstart, we've been in the top 100 on Apple Podcasts um pretty much almost every week so thank you so much Delilah again
0: the pleasure is um, always
1: mine make sure if you guys are watching we're available on apple podcast google podcast spotify TuneIn, um stitcher all these other things um, along with youtube as well youtube.com slash bunny ranch network uh, but again my name is james and this has been another fun episode of the bunny ranch podcast so see you guys next time Bye.
0: Bye.